Sports Talk Chicago. Herbert Johns, Glow, John Meadows directing and producing. One more segment to go here on this lively show. And I appreciate all of you hanging here with us. Remember to join the conversation and comment for us on the YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook live feeds. Read those comments right here on the air. We're sponsored by our good friends at Amish Country Farms for the best Amish food in all of Chicagoland. Hit them up today in Orland Park. Tell them Sports Talk Chicago sent you. Well, last segment of the day today, and we have a, uh, more baseball news, rather. A Chicago Cubs, after years of searching high and wide for a new leadoff hitter, might have just found one. Now it's not Anthony Brazil, not Kyle Schwarber, who's hitting about 210. It's Nico Horner. Nico Horner has been hitting leadoff so far during spring training. David Ross says, quote, when I look at Nico, it's about setting a tone for our group to start a game. He's as ready to go as anybody I've been around. Something about the way he plays sets a great tone for our team. I have been critical of David Ross. I don't even think he deserved to be the Cubs manager. He got the job because he won the World Series, and he's everybody's friend. But in reality, he's right. Couldn't be more right about this situation. Nico Horner is a quality player. I've always liked Nico Horner. I've always been high on Nico Horner. Not everybody else has because they want more power or more this or that out of him. I will take a 300 batting average every single year, no questions asked. I don't care if your OPS plus is an 80 or 94 or it's not high enough. If you are hitting 300, you are my best friend. You know, everybody likes to crap on players like, or sabermetric people, like to crap on players like Juan Pierre, Garrett Anderson. Those guys were hitting 300 every single year. You knew it was going to happen. And yet, oh, their sabermetrics aren't good enough. They don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. They don't deserve any consideration. B.S. They were quality players. Just because you don't hit 50 home runs a season doesn't mean you're a bad baseball player. Everybody has a role to play, and David Ross is rightfully showing what role Nico Horner has with this team. He is a leadoff man, true and true. And ever since Dexter Fowler left, it's been a consistent search as to who's going to lead off for the Cubs, who's it going to be, and they, they tested other people. They tested Rizzo, kind of work, but not really. Schwarber, definitely not. Kyle Schwarber is the furthest thing from a leadoff man. Nico Horner, yes, 100%. Hits 300 every year, always finds a way to get on base, makes contact literally all the time. That's why his OPS is so low, because he doesn't walk enough. Nico Horner is just a solid baseball player. He is the future for the Cubs up the middle. Too. Now you got Dansby Swanson and Nico Horner at second base and shortstop. That is an outstanding combination up the middle. Defensively, for sure, and even a little bit offensively. Nico, though, I would argue, is a better offensive player than Dansby Swanson. And they still haven't paid him yet. They're still working out a potential contract extension for Nico Horner. I would pay him now. You pay Dansby Swanson $177 million, did $250. Come on now. Nico Horner's hitting 300, playing gold glove caliber defense, and now could be your leadoff man. He deserves a legitimate payday. That's somebody who actually deserves it and who is worth every penny for what he ends up earning. By far. But I just smiled at this report when I saw it. I was so happy that it came out because this is much-deserved praise from his colleagues and his peers for Nico. I mean, last year, my gosh, 281, 10 home runs, 
Seeing OPS plus, only 107. Oh, Nico Horner sucks. No. Nico Horner had 55 RBIs, 20 stolen bases, 10 homers. I mean, he was great last year. And 281 to me is amazing for somebody like him in his situation. Played very good defensively. And for sabermetric friends, he had a 4.4 war. So even though his OPS plus wasn't high enough, how do you explain the 4.4 war then? He was, a, he was the most valuable player the Cubs had last year. Not even kidding, based on war. According to War, he was the best player the Cubs had. Him and Ian Happ tied for first. Even above Wilson Contreras in War. Nico Horner is going to be 26 years old and has, has the whole world ahead of him. I don't know if he's going to be a Hall of Fame player. I don't see that happening. But he could certainly be a stalwart for the, or for the Cubs for the next 10 to 15 years if he plays at this level. Where's he going to go? If he continues to perform and hit 270, 280, 290, maybe even higher, Plays good defense at 10 to 15 home runs a year. Steals 20 bags. I'm so happy. That's that's amazing. There's nothing more you can ask up from Nico Horner in his role in his situation. Now he's going to be the leadoff man. Go get him, man. You stole 20 bags last year. You know how to get on base. You know how to make contact with the baseball, not just walk, 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 but actually swing the bat. Nico Horner is an old man's best friend when it comes to baseball. If he was playing in the 80s or the 90s before all this sabermetric crap, he would be revered. And he still is now, even with all this sabermetric stuff. I'm a huge fan of Nico Horner. I think he has so much to offer moving forward for the Cubs. And I just appreciate the fact that he's getting the recognition that he deserves. He's always had recognition because he's been a top prospect, but it's nice to see him perform and get real recognition from his peers, too. Hey, you know what? You're going to be the leadoff guy. Congratulations. That's a huge honor. Cubs have been looking to fill that spot since Dexter Fowler, and the fact that Anthony Rizzo was tried out, Kyle Swerber was tried out, Rafael Ortega, who's a journeyman, was tried out. Goes to show you there's some respect there. Talk about respect, but Jose Abreu, how about respect for Nico Horner? He's receiving it, and he earned it, though, too. Last year was a great season. Needs to build off that last year. If he could do last year 10 times in a row, could be a Hall of Famer. Not kidding. Based on numbers, based on sabermetrics, he could be a Hall of Famer if he does that for 10 years. So here's the opportunity to start building that. Here's the opportunity to run with what you've been given from David Ross. I think it's an outstanding situation. I think it's well-deserved for Nico Horner. And I'm looking forward to seeing him this year with the Cubs do what he did last year and hopefully more. I've always liked Nico. That kid can flat-out play Ernest. You're 100% right. Ancient astronaut, 300 is hard. Yes, you're right. Mike Feeney, slap hitters. Exactly. All of you guys I know are older and understand the importance of somebody like Horner on your team. Nobody today understands. Nobody today cares. They're looking for a walk, home run, or a strikeout. Nobody understands the importance of putting bat to ball and, and swinging instead of just looking for a walk, getting on base, forcing players to make plays. Somebody like you know, Juan Pierre did that. I bring him up. Kenny Lofton did that. Kenny Lofton wasn't walking. I'm thinking of prolific leadoff hitters in our time. Ricky Henderson did that. They swung the bat. They were looking to, to, to get a hit, to get on base, and then steal bases too. And Nico last year with 20 stolen bases. Now they made the bases bigger too. We could be seeing 30 stolen bases from Nico this year. Maybe 10 to 15 home runs, a 280 batting average, good defense. Getting on base more, maybe 150, 160 hits. That's amazing for Nico Horner. So 
I think there's so much to see from him, and I'm just so excited to see what happens. He's a table setter, and Horner and Swanson are very good up the middle, says Wally, and you're 100% right, too. I think that's one of the best duos at second base and shortstop in all of baseball, and that's on paper. We'll see how they perform this year, but after this season, we'll get a good idea of what they're capable of. And I think if both of them play according to their potential, watch out. That'll be one of the best duos up the middle in all of baseball. You heard it here first. <clears throat> want to end today with a quick sidestep before we sign off today. I appreciate all of you hanging with us and tuning in here on this Sunday afternoon. Got some really tough news this morning. Friend of the program, who many of you have known and have followed for a couple of years with me on this show, Dave Wills, the Tampa Bay Rays radio voice, passed away today, 58 years old. Apparently he went to bed and just didn't wake up, according to some reports. Um, Dave was a welcome guest on this show. He came on so many times. Chicagoland native, born and raised in Oak Lawn, went to Elmhurst University, and then also coached at the University of Chicago, my alma mater, uh, before eventually landing the Tampa Bay Rays radio gig in 2005, he came on this show many a time and told me the story. There were about 400 audition tapes sent in. <laughs> 400 for the Rays in 05. He was selected along with his partner, Andrew Freed. They were just ranked last year as the best radio broadcasting duo in all of baseball. According to The Athletic, they did a reader poll, about 5,000 readers. They ranked them number one. Dave Wills and Andy Freed. Um, so just a really... Uh, tough situation. Dave, of course, before, a lot of ties to Chicago, uh, hosted pre and post for the White Sox for a number of years, back when they were on ESPN 1000 in the early 2000s. Broadcasted Kane County Cougars baseball. He was the first ever broadcaster for the Kane County Cougars. Also was the PR guy for the Chicago Bruisers, an old American or um, arena football league team back in the 80s, early 90s. Also did some UIC baseball as well. So, Dave Wills, 58 years old, a great friend of this program, a great friend of mine, really. Uh, very nice guy, always willing to help, gave me some great advice in this business as a young up-and-coming person. Um, very gracious with his time, and just a very sweet person, good guy, good family man, Chicago native. Uh, he will certainly be missed, and he'll be missed on this show, and I'm sure he's going to be missed by many people. Uh, whether it's in the Tampa Bay area, whether it's here in Chicago too. So rest in peace today, Will's 58 years old. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Great show today. Great time to be with all of you here on this Saturday or this Sunday afternoon. My goodness. John Meadows, our good friend, directing and producing, making sure everything worked behind the scenes. Great job by him today. And thank you to all of you for tuning in. We're sponsored by our good friends at Amish Country Farms. Find them in Orland Park. Tell them Sports Talk Chicago sent you. You can follow us at John Z Sports all over social media, and we're always live on Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. Subscribe there at Sports Talk Chicago. We will see you Wednesday. Until then, so long, everyone.